Welcome to PlayState Podcast, the show so focused on PlayStation you'd confuse it for the power of Xbox podcast. Uh, I'd like to uh, introduce my show regulars, Andy. Hello. And Smiley Dave. Hello. And we're joined by the managing director, no less, of Game Republic <laughs> and XPC Zone editor. And you've probably read most of his articles in every single decent games magazine and it'll probably convince you to say that this one's not so great as well but we'll go with that um <laughs> it's uh it's only jamie sefton hello hello it's a pleasure to be here thank you for inviting me uh it's um you know all the fanboys dream really to have uh, a pc zone regular I'm editor. surprised you remember it. You know, all these magazines uh, are dead now, dead and buried <laughs> for years. Well, <laughs> I suppose we can we can blame a, a mixture of um, well, the internet was probably one of them. Uh, the uh, the fact that PlayStation came out probably killed PC Zone to some some degree, and the other thing was, uh, if we're honest, probably future publishing. But we won't go there. So, in terms <laughs> of um, you know the so from my point of view, you know, PC Zone was the the pinnacle of monthly entertainment i, I was oh, thank i was you. always always ready and and waiting for that to to come out i was I, I needed this magazine in my life um and the main thing is because there were you've got things like uh other magazines out there I, I, before the, the show we mentioned uh you mentioned viz um mm. you've got other sort of mags um that were out in the 90s and that which um didn't feel particularly relevant to me they, they were a bit too i don't know uh, irrelevant there we go mm-hmm. and uh uh you know i, I I'm, a, I'm a gamer I, I like games I, I like comedy and um i like stupid things happening and people telling me about what they got up to with some vague idea to talk about games um and pc zone hit that right on on the head so um yeah yeah thank it you. was it was well thank you thank you for reading it um you know, I wish you'd got more of your mates to buy it and then it wouldn't be shut, but never mind. <laughs> uh, but no, I no, it's serious. <laughs> I mean, that's the, the, the sort of humour in PC Zone was why I started reading it, you know, in the late 90s. It was, um, you know, writers like, you know, Charlie Brooker, who um, you might have heard of, went on to do a few oh, shows right. and things. Um, but, you know, the, the, the attitude of the magazine was this kind of, you know, barely concealed contempt for its readership. And I kind of liked that. It was kind of, it was sort of, he would take the mickey out of people and, you know, on the back page. And it would have this irreverence that, um, that you didn't really get in other magazines. And it just, it was just like being part of a club. And I used to, I used to love the magazine and, and um, just used to buy it every month. And, and then when I got the opportunity to, you know, eventually just buy various other routes and magazines closing down, I got to, got to work on uh, PC Zone. It was like a dream come true, really. It was, um, and one of the first things I did, we had a, I think it was a 10, 10 year anniversary. Um, I was, I was, um, it was a super, we used to do these super tests where we'd get all people, you know, get our staff around and chat about games and, and we'd, you know, we put it in the magazine and, um, the first one I did was with, you know, Charlie Brooker was there and Steve Hill and, you know, um, Paul Presley and everybody from, from PC zone sort of, sort of past and present. And it was, it was an absolute treat for me, you know, it was, as a, as a fanboy myself of the magazine, it was just great to be involved in it. And we continued on that. We continued that, that tradition of, of writing comedy and doing daft stuff and, and, you know, right through from, you know, when I joined to when I edited it, you know, and we, um, continued to get great writers in that was, that was its strength. I think the, 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 the personalities that, that came in. So, and you, you were against the likes of, uh, like Patrick Moore 
on from Games Master, you know, giving away secrets. So uh, it's going to be amazing to try and keep a, a head of that whilst having the magazine. <laughs> there. That's very impressive. Yeah, it's um, you know, the, the, we just used to do lots of daft stuff. You know, I think um, I remember one time we we tried to get um, you know, um, we rang London Zoo to try and get um, permission to to get a monkey to review the games. You know, we wanted to. We, we, we thought we had. A, we even had the name for the monkey. We we're going to call it Pythagoras the monkey, and we we're going to get it to um, review games. You know, whether it wipe its bum on them or throw them or eat them or something. You know, we'd we just give them a, a game every month. That's um, amazing. That's they, um, genuinely we, incredible. Yeah, yeah, I mean, people were listening. I was on the phone to the to the to the zoo, and and I had about twelve people around me listening and sort of <laughs> chuckling because I I was asking questions so like, can we get in the can we get in the cage with the monkey? And she was saying, no, it'll rip your face off. Basically. <laughs> so, so, That's a review. So, yeah, it was, so apparently, you know, they they are quite you know they can get quite violent. So with you know, <laughs> well, we we were going to sponsor you know sponsor it and pay to have a have a monkey on the on the team, but um, yeah, it never happened. But yeah, it's just, uh, we just get a kind of mad idea. We we nearly did um, a tour of Britain. We we wanted to hire a van and just go on a mad tour around like all the game studios, just turn up, you know, all the development studios, like you know, Rare and everything, and just turn up and say hi, like stinking of this <laughs> this horrible van that we'd been in for weeks. And we were, you know, we're actually thinking of doing doing like a tour, but it never happened, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we just just come up with mad stuff in the pub and just go, yeah, we'll put that in. And that was it. It was kind of um, it was it was very free. You know, I, I as editor, I would just let folks just write what they wanted, and it was very rare that I would say, "No, we better not put that in." Um, cool, in fact, yeah. I think there's usually a, I think there's a review that Steve um, Hogarty did of um, of The Sims, which pops up on Reddit every now and again, where you know he kind of goes into this flight of fantasy of this um, you know EA executive, um, you know. Um, going through this add-on pack for sims and all these horrible things happened to him and it and uh, it just made me laugh and it was not a review of the game it was just like a little kind of beautiful flight of fantasy by steve and i, I put it in but you know i think steve got blacklisted by by ea oh. and all sorts of stuff but you know we, 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 <laughs> we, we, we uh, <laughs> yeah we we just we just kind of um the great thing was um we just we just really did what we wanted and and Oh. And that was that was what was so so much fun about it, especially in the early days because we had budget to do it. So you know, I remember we um, we had a photo shoot for a, like a, you know with a croupier and a, like a gambling sort of um, setting, you know, with a roulette wheel and things like that. And I think the <laughs> we had a budget of about you know a grand to uh, to do it, you know, fifteen hundred quid just for the photo shoot, and it was oh. you know nuts in those days. You just spend that money, and you know you could do do crazy stuff and that and you know basically from the day i joined pc zone to the day i left you know you could see a gradual decline in <laughs> in budgets in and funds, and yeah. uh, circulation from that moment on really so, so the, um, the way the way you describe the early early days or your your early days i should say um mm. it, it, it kind of sounds like you had so much fun that um i question whether you actually got paid or not uh, <laughs> did you really get paid for it <laughs> yeah that, i mean that was a crazy thing when i you know because when i first got my job uh, I started work on Arcade magazine um, in '99 at because um, I'm old. So 1999, you know, there are people who you know at university now who <laughs> weren't born then. Things so um, it's um, we're not, we're you know, not we too work... far behind you. So don't yeah, you? yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I started on Arcade magazine, and um, you know, I'd I'd basically 
um, I was a staff writer, so I was on, you know, peanuts, but I couldn't believe that I was getting paid to do this stuff. Like I remember my first <laughs> business trip and my first week on the magazine, the editor said, right, we've got this business trip to the Munich beer festival. Um, and who wants to go? And, um, me and this other lad on the magazine said, oh, you know, we want to go. So he said, right, well, you, both of you can't go. So we had a space invaders machine in the office said, right, whoever gets the high score oh goes God. to the Munich beer festival. Yeah. So, um, so we had a, had a two player and whoever got the high score went to Munich and I, I won. So I went to the Munich beer festival Good and, um, that's, but that's I got amazing. So, you know, just, just, just kind of, and I thought, yes, this is, this is the career for me. <laughs> it was just, it was the irresponsible kind of just, um, just ridiculousness. You know, you were, you were in a, like an office. Cause I, I, I thought I'd never work in an office. I didn't really want to, but, but I loved it. Cause you were in an office with like-minded people, people who loved games and also people from different backgrounds. That's what I loved. You know, there were people are ex roadies, people who played in bands, people, you know, like the, you know, the, the wasn't, it wasn't just about games. It was about music and, and culture and film and, you know, lots of different magazines in the same building as well. So you could write and, you know, write about star Wars if you wanted to, you know, so it was, it was just brilliant. And even though I wasn't paid very much, I could hardly pay my rent. It was it was just so much fun. And I, I just fell in love with it immediately. I thought, yes. It was like it's like, you know, a kind of um, you know, heavenly choir went and like this is this is it. This is my calling. I knew it. And yeah, I've just been doing blagging it ever since. It sounds magical. It literally sounds like the perfect thing. <laughs> I, I I used to work for I used to uh, produce videos for a for a for a company that work with students and the amount of red tape that the amount of like things that wouldn't get past, uh, you know, the, the, the first operation, just, just getting the pitch out there just mm. because it'd be a wild idea is the most mm. frustrate, frustrating thing to me because you know, what, why wouldn't a, a li- letting a live cougar in a Westfields, uh, be a good <laughs> idea. I think that would, it would generate papers. It would yeah. generate free media, uh, yeah, so that just sounds amazing. Like I'm very jealous of everything that you've said so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a good time, and we had because we had budgets as well. You know, we'd go out to um, you know E3, and um, a mate of mine on the magazine said, "Oh, I, th- I think you know it's, it's LA. We should we should hire a car." So we hired like an open top sports car. Oh my god! And just and just and just, yeah. just were driving around LA with with like you know music pumping out, and you know and beautiful sunshine and just you know driving around and playing games going to incredible parties with um you know ice sculptures of um you know lara croft and stuff and thinking you know how the hell have i got here you know just just ridiculous (laughs) that's like something from fear and loathing in las vegas yeah Yeah, it was yeah i mean uh, steve hill used to do some fantastic uh reports for us um for when we went out, because we we there'd be sort of four or five of us from the magazine going out to E3. It was not like now where you maybe get one person to do it for the whole company or whatever, you know. So you get you know four or five people from the same magazine going out. So we 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 just have an absolute ball. And um, Steve Hill would write a kind of hilarious report, uh, or I actually thought it was hilarious, where he'd just kind of <laughs> you know talk about all the kind of crazy stuff we got up to and all the parties and all the kind of ridiculous things that happened. And it was all true, you know, it was kind of slightly exaggerated, but a lot of it, you know, the like, um, I don't know if you talked about the fact that when we got, we me and, me and Hill were trying to get into this um, 
party that was on a, one of the posh hotels and it was a games party and we saw the PR person and, and they said oh yeah yeah come in you can come in and these people behind us were trying to get in the party and they were saying oh do you know these lot and I was like no we don't know them. you know pff, they can't come in you know so we went in and started drinking and having 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 a nice time and then later on we saw the same people come into the party I was like I vaguely recognize them and it was the Fuji's me and me and hiller said no we don't know these i don't know who these losers are you know we just basically so the fujis had basically complained to their manager and their manager had got them into the party so they 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 went into a corner and looked really annoyed for the whole of the evening (laughs) you managed to upset lauren hill i like it yeah it was uh, but but you know it it was yeah it's kind of those are sort of mad mad sort of things that happened really yeah it was, it was good steve yeah hill. good fun is that steve hill from the band steggle was he a singer um no he's he's, he's a he's a writer he writes he writes football books and oh, he's okay. got a new I'll, I'll he'll 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 love it if i plug his new book that he's got coming out but um he basically writes uh about football and stuff now as well uh, oh, okay. he's, he's, steve, steve's a, steve's a great writer uh, he's very funny and uh, he used to do a thing called Never Quest as well in, in PC Zone, which was great fun because he, he always used to hate MMOs. So we used to get him to go in and, and, and take part <laughs> in MMOs. It's almost like kind of situationism. So he'd go in there and kind of try and mess things up and, and muck about. And, <laughs> and, um, so, you know. That's so cool. So uh, yeah. That just makes me think of that there. episode of South Park set in War, War, World of Warcraft. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy just going around killing everybody. <laughs> I've I've got the uh, the last um, the last ever PC zone in front of me right now. Uh, oh wow, yeah, it's uh, it's a sad time. Um, I think I'm in that one. I think they asked us to do a little. A little yeah, you thing. are somewhere. Let me, uh, let me have a flick through. I think yeah, there was uh, um yeah we had to talk about our favourite times. I think when did um, PC zone I mean, go out? Uh, November. Yeah, what is 20, that? 2010 yeah wow so it's 10 wow 10 yeah, years a while ago, ago yeah. yeah thing but, is it i don't think it would you know like people said oh you should try and bring it back and actually a few years ago me and paul presley um were talking um with um future about doing a little special um but it didn't happen because people moved on and it just you know, didn't happen but i think you know some of the stuff we did i can't even talk about because it, it was sort of you know so <laughs> kind of um, over the top yeah, over the top of time. kind of yeah, <laughs> of of its, its time. yeah, of its time. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think things have moved on, and um, you know, I think there's, you know, I think you know, attitudes and things have changed, and for the good, you know. So I think that, you know, it's probably a good thing that it died, um, but it was it was great um, while it lasted, and um, you know, there's, it's like a little a little club, you know. We all we all still meet up. We met um, had a Zoom meet up in the summer, and that was good fun. You know, there was like Susie Wallace and Will and. Martin Corder and you know everyone really just sort of met up and we had a we had a, a really good a good chat and a good laugh and we we just enjoy each other's company so even when you know even though we haven't been on the mag for 10 years we still all meet up or we you know have a chat online and stuff we're all still good very very good friends it's um it's good to know that you're still connected and uh, yeah very much there. so yeah we all we all keep in touch with each other and also um you know, if there's, um, you know, if we hear of anyone in trouble or, or whatever, you know, we'll we'll help them out as well. So, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, we we you know we care about each other. We had we had such a brilliant time. Uh, it was very much a sort of you know major part of my life as well. And and so yeah, they're they're good friends of mine. But they've all. It's nice that they've gone on to do 
bigger and better things. You know, like Will Porter's, you know, he went on to write um, for the Alien Isolation game, you know, which is just incredible. You know, Martin Corder has written for Destiny and done writing for FIFA and still writes for games. You know, Rihanna Pratchett, of course, you know, she's gone on to do yeah. amazing things, writing for mm-hmm. Tomb Raider and yeah. doing fantastic wow. stuff. Um, I think Charlie Brooker's doing some stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we've all, we've, all, we've all kind of, you know, I think most people have gone on to do either stay in the industry and do game stuff or or do writing in other other areas, you know. So did, it's... Did um, Dave, um, Dave might not remember because <clears throat> uh, I seem to remember we might have had a few beers or something at the time. Mm. Uh, we're at the uh, I game would say everything we said next. I have no idea what we said. I just I, <laughs> against it. It never happened. Uh, are you feeling uh, nervous, Dave? Uh, it, it's okay, don't worry. Don't worry. We've, we've got this, Dave, don't worry. Um, so we're at the Games Media Awards, as you do, and I, um, uh, Will Porter was there. He was he was very um, very quiet and, and like looking at me uh, in the way of, uh, get away from me. What, who are you? Get away. Uh, but John Blythe, <laughs> wow, he's a nice chap. Um, oh, Log, Log is... Uh, Will, Will's probably just... Uh, he was either either really drunk or he's probably shy. just shy, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, one of the two. But uh, yeah, um, Joy or Log, we used to all call him Log, Um He's such a lovely man. I mean, he runs a pub now in um, in Nottingham, bless him. And uh, you know, I've yeah. been thinking about him recently and all the you know troubles and things that we've had. And but um, I do follow him on on Twitter. So I Log is is just a delightful person and and also just a fantastic writer. You know, he really brought um, just such a, a a funny voice to the magazine when he when he joined. And um, it, yeah, just it was just great. You know, I I, I used to. I mean, I did used to, as editor, I used to have to obviously proof the magazine and I would be getting this stuff coming through and just, you know, laughing my head off, you know, just loving it and just thinking, God, you know, I do this for a job. You know, I, I couldn't believe, it. you know, we start with nothing and then we, at the end of the month, we have a, a magazine that people can read and, you know, without a sort of high mighty about it, it was like, yeah, we're bringing joy to people's lives. I used to, I used to think, you know, we're at least doing, putting some good in the world, you know, and it's like, yeah. So, um, but it was, it, was, the, it was a joy to, to, to read, you know, as, as, as an editor, it was great fun. So what other magazine could put a, a full-page picture of Hitler on, uh, on a page? <laughs> <laughs> it was to do with the game. It was to do with the game. Don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, that was the, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the fascist era of the magazine that we went uh, to. <laughs> 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 uh, no, even joking we were all very um very um very yeah. anti and all that but i mean we um you know we, we put stuff um we put stuff in the magazine that would you know wind people up like uh, little <laughs> things i mean I, I don't know this might offend people but you know there's we used to uh, our production editor said we shouldn't be capitalizing god because um you know we don't believe in god and why should we capitalize it it's it's a god it's not the god so we went oh all right so we didn't capitalize god in in the magazine and i remember i think a vicar wrote in to complain at one point all <laughs> oh, right <laughs> but, but, <laughs> wow yeah so there was just you know it was it's amazing how kind of micro you get on on the magazine and on kind of um style of the magazine and, and what you decide you know what you decide you, know, you should say and things like that it's um you know, it's, it's all part of your job as editor you know you have to make these mad decisions do you have do you have a god or 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 lots of gods lots to of choose it. from you know? I, i've just got this vision in my head of this vicar halfway through duke nukem just picking up a pc a pc magazine and just, com- just writing oh no i'm not having that i am not having yes, that sir. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm furious while I was taking someone's head off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh it's, my god, it's uh, amazing. Oh, <laughs> so I, I think anybody listening to this would think it's a, a, a PC Zone revival, um, which I'm, I'm quite happy I'm about. I'm fine with that. This is fun. <laughs> I'm actually happy agreed, with it. Agreed. Um, the I suppose the irony of, uh, of PC Zone is it wasn't particularly PC. Um, but there was a joke somewhere <laughs> there. Um, but, I don't know. Um, I think we were. I think we, you know, we were never, you know, like, um, you know, racist or no, no, no. You know what I mean? It's like. Um, We've, we just kind of, we just used to you found stuff humor. that made us laugh. And yeah. and I, I think, think you know, um, that that was always the, the guiding factor, really. And I think I used to trust people's, you know, um, kind of um, taste. And because and, we had really good people on the magazine, we just thought, yeah, we just kind of uh, just let people write what they wanted. And, and that was always good. You know, I, I, it was always better if I didn't have to edit very much. You know, I just kind of just guided the magazine, sorted out covers, things like that, you know. The job of, like, comedy is to try and get as close to the line as possible without actually stepping over it. So, you know, it's and in the 90s, you had, like, the, well, 2000, you had, what, like, sort of uh, Big Breakfast on the early mornings. It was really, Mm. it's such a guerrilla time. It was just, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, and it's like, like I said, you know, I think a lot of the, I mean, some of the features that, you know, that we did were, you know, quite, I'd look back on them and I kind of go, oh my God, did we do that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I mean, we, can, we, you know, can we talk about anything that would, wouldn't be allowed now? Like, have you like, so well, we did, we did a, we used to do this thing when we were at um, E3, um, which we, I mean, it's hor- it's, it's, it's Ron and I, I, you know, um, we used to call it the fat boys of E3 and we used to, kind of, <laughs> and, and, you know, Hill used to say it's like, it's like, uh, Moby Dick and, you know, hunting, hunting the whale, you know, we used to kind of find the biggest guy, you know, and take a picture of him, put him in the magazine. <laughs> and, you know, we didn't, we didn't like, you know, um, blur out his face or anything like that. And it was just, it was just cruel. <laughs> it was just horrible. You know, I look back at it and. And uh, but at the time we just thought it was funny, um, and yeah. it's something that you know now it's like it's fat shaming, it's horrible. And but you know it's like I, I think that um, you know um, we didn't have Twitter, we didn't have social media at the, at the time we were doing it. So you know the only time we'd get um, hassle from from people would be um, on our forums and stuff, you know. And but I used to I didn't used to go on the forums very much. I just sort of hear it sort of secondhand from Will and other people on the magazine say, oh, you know, they like this issue or, or there's something in that annoys, annoys the readers, you know, so I'd <laughs> kind of hear it, I'd, I'd hear it through through other people because I didn't want to kind of wade in there. Um, but I think, you know, I feel for, for journalists and writers and developers and everybody has to cope with, um, with social media now because it's such a, you know, it can be quite a, a destructive thing i think it, i mean i think social media is, 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 is it, it can be amazing you know social media is brilliant but it's you know and, but it's also it can be horrible and um you know i think that i'm quite glad i didn't have all all that to cope with because i think with something like that i think you know we would have quite rightly had a lot of people getting angry and all saying it's not right and um or for, for other things you know for anything you can't you we, you know a lot of the stuff we would have done i think people would have got upset and yeah, I, I sort of I feel for people who have to cope with that now because we did, we certainly didn't have to cope with it. And I think that helped with certainly the stuff we wanted to do because we just did what we wanted to do. Yeah, for ourselves, you know, we we obviously we were thinking about our readers, um, but um, 
like like any art, you 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 do it to please yourself. You don't think of the audience and then ple- try and please the audience. You do it to amuse yourself, and that was always what we what we did. We we made the magazine for us, mm. <laughs> and if anybody yeah. else read it. That was that was good, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the best way, though, isn't I it? Because if you I start did. trying to, if you're trying to please other people without being honest to yourself, that usually ends badly, doesn't it? Well, I remember we had a we had a because um, we were up against PC Gamer. <laughs> I never actually I never wrote for them but I was really good friends with with a lot of uh, them I still am actually uh, and um, you know they're, they're a nice bunch and but you know when I when I'm because I moved from future to Dennis and so when I joined PC Zone they're like oh PC Gamer and it's like oh I, I know them all you know but uh, but I remember we had a focus group on PC Zone and we we got um we had one of these classic things with a room with a mirror with a, you know, where you could see through and see this group of people reading the magazine and giving feedback and stuff. Um, Cause we, you know, we always, we were always second place to gamer. We, we had a good readership and we had more uh, subscribers actually than PC gamer. We had double the subscribers. <laughs> um, but um, you know, we, we'd hear the feedback and it'd be like, um, you know, and we'd have the person say, what do you think of the name? It's like, mm, PC Zone, it's very, very 90s. Can they change the name? You know, and can they do this, that, and the other? So we we get all this feedback saying, right, you need to, you know, change the name of the magazine. You need to do this, do that. It's like, well, we're not going to do that. You know, we're not going to suddenly change. You know, we do think the name is a bit rubbish, but, you know, it's like we just, you know, it's PC Zone, that's it. We're stuck with yeah. it. And it's, um, so you, you do, you did used to get kind of, you know, um, Sometimes you get management suggesting things, um, but you'd politely have to say, no, we're not doing that. Um, I mean, that was that was something as well that, you know, as editor, you would just have to defend the magazine against, you know, the, like um, you'd sometimes get the advertising folks coming in, hey, great idea, we, we can put ringtones in the reviews, you know, it'd be great, we could have, you know, um, numbers that you can ring, and it's like, over oh, my dead body are we having ringtone adverts in reviews, you know, so you would just, you know, you but this is it, you know, you would just go with, with, and you, and work hard for what, what you wanted and try and defend the magazine from external forces. Just make sure that you, you, you were earning enough money. I mean, we made lots of money for future and for Dennis as well. So they were always happy with us. So, a future, a future behind the golden joysticks. Yes, I think, yeah. um, yeah. yeah. Think Games yeah. Radar, isn't yeah. it? It sponsors it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, yeah. there's a mate of mine, Dan, who still works at, future and um it's, he's got yeah, a cool name great. isn't it it's, it's like dan davin davidson or something or dan dan dawkins dan dawkins that's it like yeah, it's, dan, like, dan dawkins. yeah that's no dan's great and uh, i met dan at future when i first joined and stuff um you know many years ago and golden joysticks is great you know I'm, i mean god that used to be a an event and a half you know you'd yeah. you'd um you know you'd, i mean i think it still is when it when it's a physical event but you know you'd start at the event at the Golden Joysticks, uh, and everyone would go. You know, like even when I, when I wasn't at Future, when we were at Dennis, we would go to the Golden Joysticks, even though it was a you know a Future because it used to be a Dennis. I think it was a Dennis event, and then it went became a Future event. But um, yeah, we'd we'd go along and we'd start. You know, you'd start drinking champagne at like midday. Yeah. So you know, it was like <laughs> by. Standard. I mean, it was it was. You know, by about three, four o'clock in the afternoon, everyone was battered. You know, I mean, it was a, it was a complete, it was you know, real kind of debauchery kind of stuff. It was great. Um, 
they had it at a hotel once, and I was I was abusing Troy Baker. Uh, he was on the panel. He was a panel for. Uh, I think he'd just done uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, maybe. Mm, mm. Um, and uh, yeah, because of the alcohol was was flowing a little bit earlier, which was just dumb on their part. Um, yeah, I was I was just talking about to 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 Troy Baker how Bradley Cooper looks a lot like him. <laughs> Nothing about <laughs> the game whatsoever. Um, but yeah. <laughs> It's a great, yeah. It's a great event, and uh, I had the pleasure of introducing an award uh, one year, which is very nerve wracking. But, um, but yeah, it's um, you know, it's nice that we have these kind of awards and, and stuff. And, but um, yeah, no, it's it's um, yeah, it's good fun. So you're, um, uh, I'm saying you start again. Hang on, well, we're not going to edit that. Um, <laughs> Uh, Spit out, Neil. Where are we? Sorry. Where are we? I wanted, I wanted to find out the, the more about the debauched size of. Uh, no, 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 no. That's well, for another show. That's for another given show. we're uh, talking about the golden joysticks, is maybe that's we, we uh, could, a good yeah. We could we could uh, we could segue into that. Um, however, I'm not going to. And I'm not <laughs> You're such a rebel. I know, I know. Um, the thing I wanted to talk to you about because you you mentioned uh, you sort of you, you kind of name dropped a few things as we've been uh, sort of preparing for today, um, mm. to, just in sort of conversation. Not can you mention this or anything like that because you're not that kind of guy. Uh, but um, you said, um, and it sort of blew my mind a bit, is that you were there at the uh, at the beginning of uh, official PlayStation Two magazine mm. uh, in 2000. So um, there is there is a relevance to your uh being on a playstation podcast or yeah yeah that was uh, exciting yeah yeah tell, tell us about that what um what did you do and i think you had you reviewed a few uh, at least one game i think you did some like preview stuff as well. yeah yeah it was um i was i was basically i moved from arcade to official playstation 2 mag when it was you know when it was in the process of being set up and designed and everything so we you know that was great because we got a chance to um basically make the magazine from scratch and it's very exciting, you know. PlayStation Two was um, was a huge launch for Sony, and uh, it was a very big deal for Future when they got the license. So, yeah, it was it was great fun. I went to the, the launch of the PlayStation Two in London and met, you know, uh, I think it was is it Chris? It was Chris Steering and Phil Harrison. Obviously, was involved in the launch at that point, and and um, Ray Maguire and all the kind of people that were at Sony at the time. Um, in I think it was November two thousand. I think when the uh, launch yeah november 2000 <clears throat> ps2 but yeah the magazine was great and um that was that was fun because um i got a chance it was you know next gen it's all meant to be about you know the the latest graphics and all that kind of stuff and i i said why can we um because it the, the original playstation 2 came with a disc where you could um type basic you could actually program on your playstation 2 you could plug a usb key keyboard into your playstation 2 and actually program in basic so I said, could we do a little column about making your own games in basic? <laughs> and, um, and, uh, yeah, the, the, it was just like, yeah, yeah. Why, why don't we? Because I grew up with, you know, cause I'm old. I grew up in the eighties with like magazines where you type in the games and you 10 print, you know, semicolon yeah, and all that, that kind well. of stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so I thought it'd be, it'd be, it'd be nice, a nice kind of homage, but also quite funny to have a ba- you know have people typing on this brand new machine which has got state of the art graphics typing in basic programs so we we had a little column on yar basic uh, which i brought in and we um, we worked with sony with a with a guy um, who could program and we, over the, over like a year <laughs> every every month we put we put a little bit of 
coding and at the end of it you got a little um game of defender like a little defender oh, game wow. that we we created in in basic and it was just fun to do stuff like that you know on a, on a magazine that was um very sort of designer and very um it was meant to look very sleek and stuff and but it was great you could just kind of if you had ideas you could just shove them in the magazine and it was it was lovely to for example i remember everyone um like konami came in with the demo of um metal gear sons of liberty and i was the first person outside of konami in the world to to play that demo that, that we had on the cover and kind of do the, the, that's very the, cool the opening scene on the boat with the rain exactly with the mm, boat yeah, kind yeah, of in the yeah. rain and the weather and we could go in the bar and shoot all the. i mean that to me blew my mind we could go into the bar and shoot the individual glasses yeah. it was all physics yeah. i was like oh my god you know this is amazing because i remember because everyone went down the pub and i was left in the office on my own um <laughs> kind of just playing this game and writing up writing it up but you know it was really special time to to get hands on with these amazing games and you know i got to uh, meet kojima and all that kind of stuff and it was you know it was yeah it was a, it was a great magazine and um um fun fun kind of thing to be involved in definitely because you're sort of at the the kind of part of it really and um and it was great we, we had a lot of freedom it was funny you know we um we, we were all kind of we all used to play other consoles it's not like you know we just purely played playstation 2 and we acknowledged that in the magazine like i remember one of the early all early games was a an rpg type game that was kind of like a zelda wanted to be like zelda so in the review, I remember reading and saying, yeah, this isn't quite as good as Ocarina of Time, but it's still a decent game. And it was just nice to be able to actually put that in an official magazine. You know, we, we had a lot of license, um, license, I suppose, to do what we wanted. It wasn't, you know, Sony were pretty hands off. You know, we just did what we wanted. There were certain games that we said, look, we're launching Metal Gear. It's a big deal for us. We want you to, you know, feature a lot. I and mean, we're like, yeah, of course we will. So it was a no-brainer. But, we, you know, we could score games how we wanted um, you know, it's very hands off. We've definitely taken the spirit of, uh, of 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 meandering towards other consoles whilst talking about. I know we were a PlayStation, so I think we we sort of grabbed the flag and running with that ourselves. So that's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've um, we, we we agreed to start doing this back in was it February March? I think it was just pre pre lockdown mm. um, before all this all kicked off, and it's like, oh yeah, well maybe we could start doing the podcast again. Uh, and then the, uh, the person who, who approached me uh, said, um, oh, yeah, it's a, play, a PlayStation podcast. I was like, yeah, OK, so I've got to now tone myself into this uh, this little thing. But, but you know, there is uh, there's some good good stuff, obviously. Well, I remember, you know, on PC Zone, we, um, there was a day when the, the Wii was released. And I think everybody apart from one person on the magazine got a Wii <laughs> on, on PC Zone. We were all like, you know, we all played the Wii. We all, we all, when Animal Crossing was on the original DS, you know, we were all obsessed with that game. So, you know, we'd all, there's a picture of, I think, Log and Will and me all playing Animal Crossing. Um, so, like, you know, even though we were a PC mag, we all, we, we, you know, we played other consoles and stuff. And, yeah. you know, it's like we didn't live in a silo. And I think, that's that was important to us as well was to acknowledge that hey you know other there's, there's other, other things out there all this kind of pc master race rubbish you know it's, yeah, it's, it's when the the, the 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 higher ups get involved and they, they they're just like no you can't mention that and you're just like well we're, then we're losing part we're, we're we're losing that part of the conversation with people if we're just going <laughs> to stick to playstation if you're going to stick yeah, to one thing there's, there's, 
that we you know we're, I remember like on arcade um there's a guy called Rich Pelly who does uh, who's a lovely guy and a, and a really good writer and he went on to you know he's written stuff for the Guardian guide and you know he, he's late he did a feature on the fashion show recently I think in the Guardian oh. when they came back and stuff and he was very into the main doing mainstream features and one of the things he did was um he did an antiques roadshow on um what consoles would be worth in the future. And he went, at the time, the presenter of, of Antiques Roadshow was a guy called Hugh Scully, mm-hmm. who was, I think, at the time was in his in his 70s. And um, <laughs> so we had a picture of, of Hugh Scully, you know, in his 70s, talking about games consoles and what they'd be worth. And then, and then the following issue, we had, like, um, games in a, an old people's home. And it was one of the first <laughs> things to where we were getting old, old people to play games in old oh people's homes. God. And I remember our publisher came, what the... What are you doing? You're just putting loads of old people in in the magazine. No one's going to want to want to see this. What are you doing? You know, and it's just like we was like, oh, well, we didn't know we we couldn't do that. You know, we just kind of did stuff sort we of, thought was funny. You know? I suppose. I suppose the thing is they're they're kind of missing the point as well, though. So there's a bit of a community thing uh, about being a gamer or or being interested in games or the creation of them. Even if you don't necessarily like playing them, it's the whole creativity and. Um, yeah, uh, you know the, the the compassion you can give to other people while while enjoying games or, or playing together or even watching someone play a game. And I, I, I like playing, um, you know, silly little uh, sort of comedy games on on the Switch or whatever. Uh, but I like watching uh, my, my daughter play uh, some of the sort of more RPG stuff that she likes to, to play and, and and sort of help her out with with different bits and pieces if she wants it. But um, I don't think she does really at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's uh, right. Yeah. yeah, it is about that, you know. And it's it's silly if you you know if you're so into your you know into say Xbox or whatever that you never play anything else. Oh, I'm just going to play <laughs> Xbox. Yeah, you know, just, you're just doing yourself <laughs> out of some fun there, aren't you? Really, for well, no like, reason. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like metalers. Why? Just, why would you do that? It just, it just, it's just kind of crazy to me, really. But, um, but hey, <laughs> uh, it's all good. All there good. are some um, crazy people out there. Yes, yes, there are. indeed. That's that's all we need to say. Um, so the uh, golden joysticks, then. So I don't know. Has anybody got a list of uh, who who actually won? Because um, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was just two. the Last of Us Two, wasn't it? <laughs> I, yeah. I saw it's a worthy, were, worthy winner. You know, worthy winner. The memes, Amazing. the memes that came out the of that. Was just like... <laughs> <laughs> Best MMO, Last of Us Two. Yeah. <laughs> Best sports <laughs> game, Last of Us Two. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got that somewhere. I could I could play it if you've not heard it, but I, I won't waste airtime just for that. Um, but it, there is yeah it's a great a great meme uh, of sort of the precursor to one of the games awards it wasn't um, golden joysticks but uh, every single category the last year was part two um which is just hilarious so uh, yeah but best storytelling apparently the last of us part two best visual design the last of us part two best audio the last of us part two any others have i missed them a uh, game of the year oh there we go playstation yeah. game of the year ultimate, the last of us ultimate part game of the year as well uh, oh I think the Nintendo game was um, Animal Crossing, wasn't it? I think so. You know, uh, I think that's I yeah, definitely. I, I, yeah. I really want to play it. I really want to play it. It looks fun. It looks so much fun. <laughs> it's, it's a nice game, Animal Crossing. It's, yeah, um, it is. It's kind of yeah. perfect timing when you know we first went into lockdown, and it was, you know, just oh, I just go and relax on this lovely little island and you yeah. know, visit friends on other islands. It was it was like the perfect kind of it's like therapy, you know. It, it, was, yeah. it was my go to game <laughs> during was, the first lockdown I have yeah, to admit. It, yeah, <laughs> it was um, it was like second life but in like puppy form. Well to to be honest, <laughs> yeah, remember, it, it was the, more like first life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was. It's more like a, an actual life when you were sat in your home, not being able to do anything else. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I forget um, that you could do that in Second Life. <laughs> that brought around that 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 shook the uh, the game world. That that brought out some very strange people from the underground. Yeah, you know, uh, Steve Hill. Steve Hill did a couple of never quests in uh, Second Life, and um, it's I can't even describe what he got up to, but it's very excellent. <laughs> very very odd people in Second Life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dear. <laughs> um, got, yeah. I was gonna say PC game of the year is uh, that that walking sim uh, Death Stranding. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's lovely on PC actually. I've, I play it on PC and it's um, it looks gorgeous. It's really nice. I, I have not tried that yet. Something no, about it just didn't quite appeal to me. I I, I started it and then um, as you know, uh, I have the uh, I, I, I I get scared by butterflies. So uh, that sort of thing is gonna <laughs> yeah. So Shut something something came from the mud after a little while, and I was just like yeah, and that gets put down and uh, gather dust from now on. <laughs> <laughs> but um oh. it, uh, i watched limmy play it on twitch and it looked quite good it looked it looked a little bit uh tedious at times just uh just killing something took forever but um it, did, yeah. it visually looked insane and you know you've never seen anything like it so um yeah yeah again it's um it's it's just something that obviously that kojima did and he didn't have anyone breathing down his neck saying no you can't have a baby in a in a you know a little vial you know you can't have that or whatever you know it's um so it's great you know it's it's very much a vision of 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 his and it, it's great i mean it looks amazing on pc but yeah like yourself i've, I've probably played a couple of hours but i need to go back and, and play a bit more yeah, very good. give that one a look at some stage mm. i haven't got to it yet indeed, um, indeed. what other things are in there that are, are I, i've got two things i want to bring up if that's about right. About the, the awards? Or, yes, or, about the awards. Did, yeah. did you want cream for it? <laughs> no, uh, thank you. Gaviscon. So, go on then. Most wanted game, God of War Ragnarok. I think it's worth mentioning that. But that Sorry, that's that's a, a wanted... A wanted mm, stop. Yeah, When's so, that coming out? Is that next, well, next, uh, nominally next, next year. Twenty It's supposed <laughs> to be out next year, but Sony released a, an update on game releases for next year and it wasn't on it, so... Oh. I wonder if it might end up being 2022, but I, I can well understand that. So I think the God of War four, if you if you want to call it that, was probably one of my games of the generation. Mm. Uh, just the oh, just yes. the way they changed changed the the whole setup and how it plays and so on. It, that was yeah, a superb was, game. Sort of RG, uh, I can't speak RPG light um, in a way. Yeah, indeed. Uh, e- even with a little bit of a touch of Soulsborne in there as well, in terms of yeah. difficulty and so on. I, I enjoy was, the fact that Cyberpunk wasn't on that list. It's like, no, no, I'm so you can't win it 11 years in a row. I'm sorry, it's not. <laughs> 11 years, yeah. yeah. True, true. Well, I, I said on the last podcast, uh, I, I couldn't believe that, that, uh, that Cyberpunk 2077 was going to come out on the 10th. Um, and it is. And it's going to. So <laughs> um, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> so, because obviously they released a trailer for it um, was it three, four days ago or five days ago? Um, so yeah, okay, I, I take it now that they're actually going to. Yeah, gonna go with it and that was running on. Uh, was it? Was that the PlayStation Four Pro or Five One? I think that they. Yeah, yeah they did yeah. a comparison yeah. video, looks, didn't they? Look, yeah, it looks very nice. It looks great. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people um, jumping up and down on that one uh, and, and enjoying it. But um, yeah, is it going to be too deep? Is it going to be too much to do? Did, is it did you see, I, I don't know if you've seen this, somebody said, I think it was on Twitter, that they, they'd been playing it um, ahead of the release. 
and they've put 175 hours in it. They've not Jeez. really wandered too far off the main path <laughs> and haven't oh finished God. it yet. Wow. And, I, and I saw that and I just thought, that's a wee bit soul destroying, to be honest. That's that's too long. That's uh, that's <laughs> Japanese RPG uh, right there, isn't it? Um, More, well, no, yeah, it's not longer, longer. Yeah. I might I might uh, get it and just make sure that I don't do anything to do with the quests and just just try and see how long it takes me to do everything else but the quest and see how far <laughs> I can get. <laughs> I mean, I, Take I a different way. Yeah. I definitely buy it because it looks incredible, but mm. that's that's a daunting number if they've not even finished the game yet. Wow, I don't know. Um, right, I think there's anything else on the on the games. Can, can I uh, cheekily game? mention Hades, uh, which which right, admittedly is game. not out on PlayStation and PC. It's a Switch game. Yeah. However, yeah. just to say, I really hope it comes out on the PlayStation because it's it a got, fantastic mm, game. It got best indie. And I was going to say it was, it was it was it was nominated for the indie. I don't know if it got it. Mm. It yeah, got honestly. It. it where if I think about what my game of the year is this year, it it would have been definitely up there. Hmm. Is it uh, a little bit like um, what's that other? Oh is it Diablo? Is it Di- it's a bit like Diablo, Diablo, but it's uh, it's yeah. a roguelike. So so you you no, have a run that takes around about takes around about twenty five to thirty five minutes to to complete one run. So it's not not a huge amount of time. Yeah. But yeah, if you die along the way, then you're just back back to the start. Kind no, of. not but, having uh, that. Not getting involved <laughs> in that nonsense. So all I will say is that that doesn't do it. So it's a good service because it's the way it's way that mechanism is played into the game is superb hmm. and it, and you have a story that moves on despite the fact that you're dying and going back to the start again uh no but it's, I, it's, it's really really good game brilliant fun so yeah, do you, do you know neo do you know Nio? is it called neo neo Nio? Hmm. oh neo yeah Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah, that Dark Souls um, hmm. Japanese. Oh, Hades is nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> At all, yeah. nothing like it. <laughs> no, it's very. It's actually, it's a bit like Diablo in how it plays, but it's extremely fast play- paced. Uh, the character's a bit a lot more agile than any you'd generally find in Diablo as well. So you can zip around the screen, and and it, once you get quite good at it, you'll take out the enemies in a room in the blink of an eye. It's. Uh, it's very, very well done a game. Blink of an eye. Oh, it, yeah. If you like super giant games, then I can guarantee you'll enjoy it. Put it that way. But you need a switch for that, Andy. Or a PC. Yeah. But hopefully ah. not forever. So I mean every super giant game has come out on PlayStation so far, so I'm I would hope that for any PlayStation listeners it's a, a, a matter of time. time. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it will do. Good stuff. So speaking of PlayStation, um <laughs> yes. because we are we are in a, uh, a drought of PlayStation consoles, um, and as a PlayStation show, we haven't been able to actually get a single PlayStation 5 at all. Um, we are now looking for uh, living through other people in a sort of vicarious fashion. Um, so last week we spoke to an Xbox podcaster. Uh, <laughs> Ironically, the only one of the team who got a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 this week we, we've uh, we've asked Jamie to to help us uh, learn a bit more about the PlayStation Five and, and experiences. Oh, you've got a um, PS Five, so, amazing! Yeah. So, so Jamie, you, you've got a um, a PlayStation Five. How has it been? What was your it, initial reaction? Well, you know, it's um, I didn't get a PS Four Pro or like one of the in betweeny, you know, Xbox one x whatever it's called you know so i I basically just had the the ps4 and the you know the the previous generation on a 1080p telly so this was a big step up you know to get so i bought a new 4k telly 
and got a PlayStation Five on it, and it's like wow, you know, the the leap was was pretty amazing. And uh, yeah. so visually, it looks it looks great. I mean, when you as soon as you boot it up, it looks next gen. You know, it's all in four K. You know, the UI is very slick and smooth, and you know, it's um, it's fantastic. But the the real the real surprise to me, and I think this is where I think maybe Sony have perhaps missed out a bit on having the physical events is so that people can get their hands on it is the is the dual sense controller because that for me is it's that's when it kind of made absolute you know sense if you like for the for this generation this the controller is the thing for me that really blew me away and thought wow this is proper next gen um just the kind of haptic vibration the feedback you get the the fact that the the triggers kind of change and you know adapt to whatever game you're playing um the sound that comes through it you know like there's there's a bit in astro's playroom where um it really i mean throughout the game it plays with different textures that you walk on you know so you walk Mm. through snow and you know you can almost feel the sort of slushiness of the snow and then there's a bit where (laughs) It's raining and and, wow, and it feels like there's there's drips of rain falling on the controller. I mean, it's really oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I can't wait to try this out. <laughs> it's really oh you know really yeah. clever, and um, I think that if you know, for example, if there'd been E3 or if there'd been you know EGX and all these shows where people could have actually got their hands on it rather than just seeing you know, promos and things like that, mm. then people would have gone, wow, this controller. Because, you know, I've got an X, I've got with the new Xbox as well. And that's great. Um, but it's kind of like buying a new iPhone. It's like, you, you know, I took out the old Xbox, put the new one in, everything worked. <laughs> Even the old controllers work on it. You know, it's, it, it looks brilliant. It's slick. It does everything perfectly. Um, but the controller is pretty much exactly the same as the last one. Um, whereas the PlayStation Five, really, really feel as though this is has taken it up a notch, and as a result, you know, and um, I've started because I was thinking, well, you know, I might just buy cross-platform games on Xbox because you can at the moment you can run up to 120 hertz, so it's for, you get really good frame rates. Um, yeah. But the fact that you you know you have this controller that um, when you you know you click the the triggers, you, you you can feel the feedback when you're like using a gun or something like that. That that is going to really make a difference to games like you know Call of Duty or whatever. And I think that um, yeah, it's it's just a wonderful device. And so um, when I I've, I've been playing a bit of the sumo uh, game as well, the Sackboy platformer, <laughs> oh, yeah. which is really great as well, really good fun. And I've been playing it in co-op with my daughter. So um, that gave me the excuse of buying of buying another controller. I thought, well, I've got to get another one of these because they're so good. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it's um, so I bought, I've got two now. And um, But it, it's it, it's just, yeah, it, that's the difference for me is the, is the controller. Uh, Andy's um, Andy's got a controller, haven't you? Andy? I, yes, <laughs> yes, I do. So I obviously pre-ordered the PS5, pre-ordered a controller and, and Miles Morales, uh, and I have the controller and Miles Morales. <laughs> you just keep throwing it so in your Ma- face every now and then. <laughs> so I got the controller. So like, oh, brilliant! So I can at least say that it. it I think what I like, I mean, obviously I can't really say how it, how it feels in action, but it, it certainly feels like a step up in terms of quality as well. And yeah. It's, it's slightly weightier. It, it, it 
the build just generally feels better yeah, than, uh, than the dual shot. Ergonomically, form. as they say, it's kind of mm. it, it, it's you know it's a step up. It feels like a proper you know a, a next gen nice solid. You know everything feels solid on it and clicky and on the buttons mm. and yeah, it's just a, a nice a very nice controller. I think it's the nicest PlayStation controller. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. certainly even yeah. without playing on it, it feels like it to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this vision of Andy in a corner of a room like Gollum holding onto this thing, rubbing the letters off because he's just playing with it. The different shape. Precious. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's the thing is that when you you know when you hold it in your hand, it feels you know it's it's like yeah this makes sense. But when when you and then when you go into I mean you, you've got to play Astro's Playroom. That's the first thing you play because. Yeah. It just—it's it, like it comes alive. It's in your hands, you know. It, it mm. stops being just this bit of plastic, and it just becomes this living thing. It's really weird. It's—it's it's great. Yeah. Uh, so, are you are you a Soulsborne person, or are you giving Demon Souls a miss? Um, um I, I really—I didn't play Dark Souls a lot, but I played Bloodborne a heck of a lot and i loved bloodborne um yeah Bloodborne's and I, that surprised me because it's not the sort of game you know that sort of getting killed and like i remember saying to a friend of mine he was disgusted I, I just said oh you know dark souls could really do with a quick save and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I still stand by that but um i second that i mean i think i second that whole, notion <laughs> just but you know the Bloodborne was great. The fact you kind of you know it makes sense to you after a while when you've played twenty hours. You know you think, oh yeah, you get you get sort of tougher, and you can then you can monster through the earlier levels, and it you know it all makes sense. Um, so I've actually ordered uh, Demon Souls. I'm going to you know have it as one of my kind of Christmas games, really. But I haven't I haven't ah, played it yet. Um, but apparently, for people who you know love those games, it looks amazing. I mean, this is the thing about Bloodborne, which kind of frustrated me a bit, was that. It's such a beautiful looking game, and the, I love the kind of setting of the world. And uh, uh, but I've I've only seen like probably the first maybe three four worlds, you know. And there's like a whole game there waiting for me that I just I just can't get to because I'm just not good enough. I, I um, saw the first three four minutes and gave up. That was that's how that, that went for me. I mean, it's it, quite quite it, a scary game, Bloodborne as well. Yes, so, so. <laughs> bloody it is, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's got people all locked indoors from a, from the plague, all going, "Oh, it's horrible!" So it kind of, you know, it's got sort of going, you know that, that was a weird thing about because um, Last of Us, you know, I was sort of, you know, I played a lot of that during lockdown, and it was like, yeah, it's kind of a bit close to <laughs> close. To <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah I, true I, I had that with um, with the road. I read the road, uh, uh, Cormac uh, McCarthy's book. That's a superb um, book. And uh, they made it into a, a, a film, I think, as well. But yeah, I've not seen that Morton's because, and, yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I, I couldn't get myself um, to to watch it because I thought, well, I, I went through hell reading that book, really, mm. uh, mainly because I read it when we had a, a so-called snow again, um, and mm. um, it was over a period of like a week, and I, I just read this. Uh, we couldn't go anywhere, couldn't get out of where we were living, and uh, yeah, it was. Um, uh, just like reading this book thinking the end of the world is going to happen so yeah uh, i played um the last of us part two uh yeah much much the same sort of thing you can't mm. we're not allowed out of the house um what's going on out there blah 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 it's uh, yeah it's quite um, quite nasty really yeah, yeah <laughs> a bit exactly. close to home maybe but it was a really good game yeah, yeah. I, I have to say if, mm. if there was a, a level of the year i think i would have given that to the last of us two as well just for the descent or, or the ratchet that that one section where you go down through the hotel and then straight away you're into the hospital 
that that was just terrifying that but super that relentless brutal, that, yeah, really relentless was. that game yeah. in that in that section because you think yeah. oh I get, i've got a bit of sort of relaxation to have in this next scene no um, no, no you don't <laughs> <laughs> no. it was amazing yeah. just ratcheting up the tension that that was awesome yeah, yeah. Uh, really really good yeah yeah um, i watched that no, that that looked terrifying just watching it, it. it yeah. was it really was <laughs> Dave doesn't play horror games. I do not. Um, I do. I do when I get tricked into it. <laughs> no comment. I don't. I don't remember ever tricking you into playing a game that you didn't want to play. So many. Turn. So it's many. Not- Outlast as well. <laughs> that, you, that you destroyed mm. my my TV and and some other bits and pieces yeah, in, I, the, uh, in the shot. We've got video footage of this, Dave. That you. It's on YouTube, and and you destroyed <laughs> the studio. <laughs> I, it, you knew it was coming. It's your own fault. Like you put the TV behind me. You put the green yeah, screen up behind me. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm a jumper. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's on it, you. It went well. It went yeah, well. me too. Uh, I played um, Half Life Alex as well. And I'm still playing oh. that. But oh. that, I mean, that is a um, a terrifying game to play in VR. I mean, <laughs> okay. my, I had to stop playing it for a while because my family would say, "You are, are you okay?" You know, because they'd hear me. <laughs> Screaming and kind of like just there with a the uh, on your neck, a cup of tea being brought to you, and just yeah, yeah. it just happened everywhere. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, it's is, that, is that on a, an Oculus? Is it? Or, or yeah, I've got a, yeah. A, a Quest plugged into a. Uh, oh. I bought a new games PC at the beginning of this year, and it just it's plugged into the games PC, so I can play like um, nice. Steam VR games, and um, just, just for a Half Life Alex actually, because I'm such a massive Half Life. Fan. so uh, and it's yeah it's great um but it again it's very scary it's com- completely different playing it's like um i had to stop playing resident evil um in vr because it was just too frightening oh god uh, yeah i don't think i could even start doing no. that, to be honest <laughs> my mate bought um, my mate bought an ocular quest and he started he was just, he just kept uh going on instagram saying how he's been doing like the boxing and the weight training all that sort of stuff and uh, he said, oh, I've lost this much weight and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. So he, he said, uh, oh, I'll bring it in and you can have a go. And he brought it in. And the sweat, the smell on that thing was horrific. Whoa. You can't clean an Oculus. You need to wash it, give it a dip. No. <laughs> Just get a sheep dip and sort of chuck it in a bit and roll it around and yeah. back out. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. So I was like, I'll take your word for it. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> I'll miss out on this experience. <laughs> that is a good point about um, sort of three D games though, or virtual reality games. Is that um, yeah, you go, you you have a bit of a, a session with a friend, and uh, you're swapping between um, uh, playing, and you you, get, you put their headset on after them, and it's a bit like putting boxing gloves on. Um, yes. that somebody's been using for half an hour before. And Still like, warm, uh, you know, yeah, like, and, a bit, and a bit sweaty, and a, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, especially at the moment, you know, like um, I've talked to companies that would you know have helped develop software for these um vr experiences you know that like the star wars one that mm, i think yeah. void and stuff and obviously at the time that we've got you can't you can't just pass on a you know a headset to someone else you know it's like there's demo. so much health and safety stuff with with that anyway yeah, yeah. um that it's you know it's difficult but i, uh, yeah. I haven't tried the um psvr with ps5 yet actually um I don't know if it if it if it. I think it's meant to it's work. It's meant to work, better. isn't it? Yeah. I've got the adapter. I've got you. You had to sort of send off for for a, like a camera adapter so you could use it with your PS5. Um, yeah. I've got all the stuff, but I haven't tried it yet. But uh, I'll I'll try and give it a go. 
the best yeah, VR experience I've I've had so far. I went down to uh, this VR ex- exhibition when I was uh, working for a company. I was going to do a video down there and end up being terrible. Um, and uh, there was a company down there, and they had these like ocular, uh, the, 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 like quest-like things, but their own version. Um, but the game that you played was battles was uh, um, Starship Troopers. You were against those bug <laughs> aliens, and I was like, oh, wow. "This is incredible!" I don't know, yeah, yeah it was right. so good. And you had a team with you, uh, so you, you knew where each person was. It was phenomenal. But just because it was, star- why has no one made a good Starship Troopers game? Like. It was perfect. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, yeah. And great. as you're shooting them, they move in the same way as they do in the in the movie. I'm like, this is this is great. <laughs> yeah, a friend, uh, somebody I know uh, who makes games here in 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 the Yorkshire region, they did the um, Jurassic Park. VR experience so um you know that's where you you sit in one of these you know the ball things that they're using mm-hmm. in, in the new oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sit in one of those and then you it tips and moves and you kind of do lots of stuff in in VR and sort of dinosaurs lean in and you get all like a blast of hot air for the breath oh, and so cool. all that kind of oh, stuff nice. very cool very so, immersive Sounds so great. yeah, it's um, it's very cool. But well, can we don't... try that out? I want to try that. Right. right? <laughs> yeah, <very> cool. <laughs> Uh, you, you're talking about uh, Half Life. I, I just wanted to uh, re- regale regale you with a uh, with a with a snippet of, uh, of in- well, not information, but a past uh, experience. So I was playing Half Life Two, one of my favourite games ever. Uh, yeah, yeah, me too. I bought a PC specially to play it. it that was how bad it was. And uh, I, I'm playing this game, and then something took my eye in the game in, in a level that I was in. And then I spent the next 20 minutes, I think, looking at it and going, oh, my God, that's amazing. How have they done that? That's really good. And it was something as simple. And, and I don't even know why I'm saying this, but it was uh, a window. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> so there's some frosted glass yeah, on one of the uh, the scenes uh, that you go through. You, you've already had the, the combine come at you and you've dispersed those or dispatched mm. those. Um, and then in between uh, one side the wall and the others this, this this glass and it's just got like a like a frosted glass effect and i found myself spending more time looking at things like frosted glass and water <laughs> effects on <laughs> on half-life 2 than anything else you now the puzzles were great but and the shooting was good and the story was cool but mm. um frosted glass and water well done half-life 2 <laughs> well, well done that valve. was you know when when we um we were at the three where valve and um showed uh, like a demo of that for the first time it was the first day of e3 I remember, and I was in there with like Dave Woods, editor of PC Zone at the time, and we um, we saw this half an hour demo. Um, Gabe Newell demoed it as well and showed all the tech that was going on in Half Life Two and showed all the stuff. And it was just, you know, we came out of there going, "Well, we might as well go home now because that's just the best thing I've ever seen, and we're not going to ever see anything better than that at E3." And you know. The, the the tech has always been great. Like in the in Half Life Alex, everyone's been amazed at and been going on about the. Have you seen this about the liquids in that you've got in Half Life Alex? So you've got like bottles of like pop and stuff, mm. and you can shake oh, them right. up and it fizzes, and you can look oh, in the right. bottle and and you can tip it and all the bubbles move and fizz <laughs> and you know the the tech to be able to do that is just you know <laughs> ridiculous. So um, it was, it's always uh, been a very tech heavy. Almost, a, uh, almost a tech demo in the early days, you know. It's, for, it's the attention to detail as well, isn't yeah, it? Because yeah. there's probably, I assume, there's no practical reason for it to do that. It's just something they thought no. was cool. No, I mean, you can go through the whole game and, and not even notice it. I actually went back in and, and thought, oh, I better check that out because I didn't see it immediately. And, and and you know, you pick up the bottles and 
and just throw them and, and kind of muck about with them. But, you, you know, if you properly look at how it works, how the physics works in that, it's just like, it is astounding. A benchmark <laughs> type thing. Yeah. There was someone who, um, I was watching uh, a demo of that uh, opening level, I think it is, on, on Alex, and uh, uh, they've got some bottles or cans or something like that, and they're throwing them at birds outside the window. Um, <laughs> and when they hit the birds, I can't remember exactly what happened now, but there was some sort of explosion, and the birds had got all disappear off and fly away and, and it's quite funny that you've got this sort of interaction outside of the actual game it seemed that there's more immersive elements in it than uh, perhaps a, a normal game would have so i think that's where when things catch your eye that aren't part of the the sort of core experience i suppose mm. you go well hang on that's there's, there's something else alive in this game that i wasn't expecting and that's a really cool thing and i got a little bit of that from um from the last of us part two but uh, but not mm. quite as much um i think that so one thing with with uh the naughty dog games generally is you, you have this sort of leveling um sensation where you know if i go over this wall and down this bit i can't go back anymore that's mm. I'm, I'm on a new level um yeah. but but uh stuff like that sort of takes you out a bit but there are some real um you know things that grab you and, and sort of pull you into the the realism of the world and that's quite quite incre- uh, incredible but yeah. yeah alex amazing um looking game I, I'm, I'm hoping that comes to playstation at some stage and uh on the, the vr headset but yeah. um yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's um it's it's i'm kind of you know i'm hoping that they'll kind of re-release all the old like half-life you know do a sort of updated orange box type thing which would be yeah. which would be great yeah, you know with um, you know team fortress and all that you know because um that was just fantastic, and you know, I, like an updated Left 4 Dead would be great. You know, I still play oh. Left 4 Dead too. With uh, I was playing oh. the other day with a friend of mine. You know, it's just fantastic. That's uh, a zombie game that you don't have to get scared of. You just play it; it's fun. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> you do get scared. Don't just, worry, Dave. I was going to say, like that, that just sounds like you're just you're walking me into a trap there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's basically comedy zombies. It's all fine. There's no, yeah. it's like cartoon. There's no there's no blood. There's no guts. There's no definitely no spitting of acid or anything like that. <laughs> nothing to worry about. Nothing to see here. Just just play it. You'll enjoy it. Uh, four player game like no other four player game. Yeah, it's yeah. like one of the best co op games. It's so much fun. It's yeah, it's a shame they haven't made a made another one. But um, um, or, yeah, so with uh, the PlayStation Five, you mm. um, did did you get? Was it delivered? Or well, I know you're you're in the UK, so you probably had it delivered. Um, mm. But um, what was um, what was your sort of first experience of opening the box? Did you sort of um, hug it and squeeze it and and caress it a little bit, or do you just plug it in and go, yeah, that's great? Yeah, I was pleased there was no cat food in the, in the box. So <laughs> oh, yeah. that, was the, yeah. that was the first thing. I was like, thank God it's arrived. Because, you know, there was lots of stories about, you know, obviously PlayStation's been pinched and stuff like that. So I was just glad to get it. Um, also, I got an email from a uh, game, I think, the night before saying, you might not get it on release day. So, you know, I was thinking, oh, I might have a, a bit of a wait. Which, you know, I was thinking, well, if I get it in a couple of days, I'm not going to lose sleep over it but i was pleased to get it and yeah it's it's um you know the the first thing getting it out is like wow this is a big is a big boy it's a fat boy (laughs) it's you know it's a it's a it's a big machine and um initially i was thinking i'm going to put it on my games table but i thought no actually even even actually on its side it's still quite big so i I basically got it stood on the floor underneath my because i got the um disc version which is slightly wider so uh, i've got it actually now just on the floor under my under my desk and um um yeah it's great i mean it looks nice it's um you know i actually like the design of it i think it looks quite quite ridiculous uh, quite cool 
Um, but um, yeah, and it's very quiet. You know, it's much quieter than PS. I mean, playing Last of Us Two. You know, sometimes I'd have to turn the sound up because it was yeah. so noisy with the, you know, with uh, the disc and stuff. So I thought um, they could have added that in with the with the game, maybe, and made the the fan uh, increase and decrease with sort of the wind noise or something like that. Maybe that would be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really noisy and distracting at times. Um, yeah, but this at thing one point, is, uh, you know, a lot quiet. Sorry, carry on. Yeah. No, I was going to say I, I actually got a, a, a bigger fan and 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 held it over it uh, or, or pointed at it eventually, um, and just had that cooling the PlayStation Four, uh, it's a PlayStation Four Pro uh, down, um, and that seemed to help. It just means now I've got the the whir of the bigger fan um, that was then keeping the the, the unit cooler. It, it really did kill it, I think. So um, yeah, I recommend using a bigger fan to sort of cool it down. Your place is going to look yeah, like so, some kind of steampunk, like engineering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just put more fans, uh, more fans, and then it's all good. Uh, but yeah, so noise, noise is not so much as as the PS4 then. So no, so I mean you do, you know, sometimes you do hear the the drive firing up a bit, and um, I think if you had obviously the um, the PS5 without the drive, you wouldn't get all that that noise but then you wouldn't be able to put in any of your ps4 discs PS4 games, so, yeah. <laughs> so that for me was you know well i've got to get the you know the ps5 with the disc drive but um yeah, but yeah sure. it works it works it works great and um it look you know when you boot it up and you've because you you have you sort of do a bit of setting up with with the app you know so you log in with your playstation name and all that kind of stuff and then once you're in um the the ui looks it's really snazzy it's sort of you know, there's this burst of like gold kind of dust and then it goes into the, the UI and it just looks, it's all in 4K. You know, the Xbox One is in, I think, upscale from 1080p and it looks a bit shrunky, to be honest. Mm. The um, the PlayStation 5 is proper 4K and looks really sharp and nice and it's quick and smooth and responsive. Yeah, it's, it's you know, you think, yeah, I've got a, a nice machine here. And what about... Um, what about heat and stuff like that? Is it it sort of cool uh, generally? Or yeah, well, it's, it's kind of uh, I, it's it's under my desk, so I don't really sort of you know um, I haven't been sort of warming myself on it or anything. It doesn't warming, it, warming your feet. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, seem, it seems all right. Cold winter mornings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's fine. I think um, there's still it's, as far as um, like um the it's, there's still a few bugs i think they're ironing out like they've just done an update which because my um my um controller wasn't charging from the front usb port and apparently that was a, a bug in the um ui so they've just updated that so it now works uh, and i've had a few games crash out on me and stuff um so it's you know there's there's obviously there's still bugs. tweaking tweaking yeah, things we- but um but it seems pretty it seems pretty solid and you know i, I i've tried um you know, I tried installing a couple of PS4 games. I, I, I put in uh, Squadrons, Star Wars Squadrons, uh, which they brought out an update two days ago, and it looks amazing now. It looks proper 4K, looks beautiful. Oh. Um, 60 frames, you know, gorgeous. Um, so that's a, that's a VR game, so that's probably worth um, mm. having a, a quick Yeah, maybe. I mean, I've played it in VR on the PlayStation 4, and it's it's great, although, you know, I think it's very blurry, so I'm hoping that if you play in PS5 that it, it kind of, you know, you, it sort of... Does some pre-processing of some kind, maybe? Yeah, a little bit a little bit better, but it's great, and the, the you know, I, I didn't do a... Because you, when you first boot it up, you can do a full transfer of your PS4 to your PS5, but because um, mm. I updated my PS4 with an internal like two terabyte drive, I didn't want to have all the 
you know, just clog up my PS5 with PS4 stuff. So I basically just transferred over like maybe half a dozen saves. And then I'm just bringing across a few games that I'm still playing, like Squadrons, like um, uh, Spider-Man, which I've got the the updated version, but, you know, I I I transferred the save. And the um, Jedi Fallen Order as well, I transferred that across. And again, the, the save worked perfectly and and and, and you know so i just carried on playing it on there but but in 4k and stuff so yeah it looks what, great what, um Excellent. you've mentioned fallen order what what did you what did you make make to that because i've i've got um uh, an anecdote <laughs> that I've, I've said before on on the show mm. um about that where they've uh, where you're in the the aircraft in the in the spacecraft sorry um mm. and there's there's no apparent wind source or anything like that and their hair's blowing really viciously and the, <laughs> the capes are blowing out in some sort of strange angle there was some uh sort of bug in the in the code i think which uh, made all those scenes really funny so they're like the ones where two characters are talking to each other and it's completely out of context but the there seems to be a very very strong wind source coming from somewhere uh i don't know if you've noticed that at all or whether it's just me I don't know. <laughs> yeah I, I didn't but it's, it's probably I'll, I'll, I'll have a look now and uh see what it, it looks like it's, uh, it's it uh, yeah i'm enjoying that level, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's, it's a good game but it's um it's yeah i just kind of wanted to play a bit more of it really but i haven't i tried um ghost of uh, Tsushima as well, and that looks fantastic. In got to, yeah, yeah, I can well well imagine um, that looking amazing. That that's the one I would be really interested. In. Like that that would be like a, an Astro sort of thing where it would show off as much as it could. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks it looks it looks great. I think the the thing that you notice is that the um, on the controller that the the rumble is just a normal rumble. You don't get obviously all the because it, it you know <laughs> you go from playing. Um, Astro's Playroom, which is all like bells and whistles and amazing kind of feedback, and then you play PlayStation Four game, and it's just your bog standard sort of, <laughs> you know, little vibration here and there, and um, <laughs> so you know, obviously, you need to, as a, you know, for, for games, they need to actually, you know, take advantage of that and program it in and hardwire it in. So like Sackboy you know, has some really nice um, uses of the controller as well and stuff, but um, yeah, but, you know, it's, it's we, great that it just works. So. We were we were concerned that um, th- this would only really be picked up by Sony exclusive uh, places um, developers, mm. and where you've got cross platform, they wouldn't necessarily pick up on this sort of additional rumble um, feedback element, maybe. But uh, mm. you know, it'd be interesting to see how that how that goes. Whether it's um, uh, I would say gimmicky because it is really the it does sound like the next the next generation of immersion into games, but. Yeah, it was interesting playing. Like, um, I've got the the sort of remastered, updated version of Spider Man, and that's got again quite simplified rumble on it. You know, a little bit, little bit of you know new stuff. But you compare that with the the the, the new one, the Miles is it Miles Morales? Is Morales? Yeah, um, and that has been properly, obviously, made with this controller in mind. And there's you know, you can feel all the different feedback and all that kind of stuff in 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 that game. So there's quite a big difference between the first Spider-Man and and, and this and this new one uh, with the controller. You can really feel the difference. I wonder if it's going to affect the uh, indie market for PlayStation because you're going to have like I mean it's going to be hard enough to create a game that's uh, incredible and new and, uh, and and yeah and 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 is amazing to play. And now you've also got to make sure that the controller fits it as well you know, <laughs> let's have a Another controller level. guy as well yeah let's add that to the expenses and expenses 
but I yeah, think if you look at if you look at Switch, you know they that's got like the, a, a very nice rumble in that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's not many games that have really taken advantage of it, and um, you know a lot of first party Nintendo have, you know, and um, for example Mario Odyssey, you know, there's a bit where you're on a little scooter. And it just feels great when you're just kind of <laughs> moving this little scooter around. It's like you can feel yeah. the kind of little vibration of the little scooter. Um, but there's not many games that have really taken advantage of that. Certainly, you know, even sort of mainstream games. So you might get that. You might only get people using it, which is a shame, actually, because it, you know, I think, um, well, apparently Call of Duty, because I've, I've ordered Call of Duty um, to play on PlayStation, as I said, because I think the the, the using the, the triggers mm. for the apparently using the triggers to to use your weapon is 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 amazing because it gives you proper feedback on it. So yeah. it sounds like they've optimized it for for that, and um, so that's 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 good, you know, because it means that companies are actually you know looking at this and actually taking advantage of it. Certainly on the on the big budget releases, anyway. Like, yeah, talking of big big budget and the um, I was looking at the prices of uh, Call of Duty, and I think it was like sixty nine pounds, mm. and then and then the other one was like eighty, and some were a hundred and something. And you go, well, I remember games getting more expensive over the years, and I understand that uh, games developers have got uh, bills to pay and whatever else, but it doesn't really put it in the hands of the sort of everyday. Uh, individual but then this is new release so okay yeah well i mean demon souls i you know was 70 pounds i mean i I remember paying um you know for conquer's bad fur day on the n64 (laughs) i think about was about 80 quid i think it was very expensive (laughs) that was was 20 years ago so that was like three thousand pounds in new money you know uh, (laughs) if you have if you actually have a conquest bad fur day i think it's about it's worth about three thousand pounds nowadays (laughs) ironically yeah but um it's quite pricey i think certainly for some a game like demon souls which is you know a, a reissue or whatever but um but you know, this is this is what you kind of expect, really, in next gen. You know, there's all it's always more expensive to get the brand new games, and eventually they come yeah. down to about fifty quid. And you know, but you know, if you think about, you know, some of the four K Blu rays are like twenty five, thirty quid, and you maybe watch them once or twice. Whereas with a game, you play it for you know, like you say, one hundred and seventy five yeah. hours or whatever. Yeah. Uh, mm. You know, um, Cyberpunk is. You know, so you know, as far as value for money, I think you you know you get you get it really with with mm. games. Yeah, that's it. And they haven't really changed in value for a long time, have they? And I guess, ultimately, if you don't want to pay that, games are always going to come down in value anyway, aren't they? So if you leave it for probably two, three months, then it will be a bit more palatable. Unless they're GTA Five or <laughs> yeah. which is which is still well. Actually, do you know what? It dropped out of the top ten. Yeah, it yeah. dropped out. It, it took uh, uh, after know, about ten years. Game, you know? <laughs> yeah, ten years, isn't it? Something stupid. Um, must be. Must be. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so generally then you've got, um, good feelings about the PS5 and, um, it's nice and quiet. Um, mm. it's particularly hot. Um, uh, you said, you mentioned about sort of occasional bugs, um, from playing games. Was that, was that after a, a longer a period of time playing it or was it just sort of a sudden, uh, after a few minutes or, or so? Is there something yeah, it was just you... a, after a, you know, um, a few hours you know it might you like I, I was playing i can't remember which game i was playing but he just sort of said uh, an error has occurred and it jumped me out or i think it, it didn't even say that i think it just jumped me out of the game and then i just hopped back in again and it was fine um okay. so i think they're just working through it but um there's one thing that i think that um at the moment xbox does a little bit better which it's got this 
because I bought this new telly which has got 120 hertz in it and i thought i i and about whether i should pay because it was about an extra 500 quid to get this yeah. i'm glad i have now because ps5 is bringing out um uh, i think a patch soon which is going to have 120 hertz gaming and why that's important is that for example with i'm, I'm playing um uh, assassin's creed uh, valhalla on xbox and that has some really bad kind of tearing and stuff that you get um if you don't have via this variable refresh rate stuff on, and if you put that on, it means that the, the telly, if you've got a telly that can do it, it can it can go up to 120 hertz. So you get a really smooth, kind of buttery smooth gaming experience. And I think that's going to really make a difference, which is really interesting to me because like before, you know, you just had to get a normal, you know, like with the, the last generation, as long as you got a 1080p telly, you could play everything. Whereas now I think, you know, you're going to have, different people having different games experiences depending on what kind of telly they've got because yeah. even if you yeah. play telly if you can't get the 120 hertz gaming thing then i think that certain games aren't going to run as nicely so um you're not going to get the full kind of next gen experience which, I'm, um, rem- i've currently been given this oh, sorry I was going to say it's kind of reminiscent of the N64 uh, ROM pack that you uh, had to get to mm. play uh, Turok. Uh, Turok 2, is it? I can't remember. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just to get that extra little bit of graphic um, prowess. I mean, come on. It was like 4K <laughs> or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I, I've done the same as you, Jamie. I, uh, mm. I did go and get myself a, a shiny new 4K TV with 120 <laughs> hertz and so on. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got, hang on, hang on. So you've got... <laughs> Just to add insult to injury. <laughs> Christ. Yes, I, I have also got the telly, but but yeah, to be okay. fair, the, and the, the, the was gaming chair. Anyway. <laughs> Going to say, have you got a chair ready set up? You just got. Nothing. Oh, I, I didn't need a new chair, uh, but uh, it's like it's like having it's like having all the stuff for a fire and not having a fireplace to burn it. <laughs> no match. <laughs> no match. Imagine a shoebox oh. with PS5 written in in. <laughs> 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 Uh, you, have to, you have to make the noises and the rumbles yourself. Uh, <laughs> I, I've recently been given a lecture about monitors and TVs and how important it is to have those extra hertz. I, I, I apparently have to get, I, I'm getting someone more, to build me hertz. a PC. Um, and due to yesterday, I'm very light. Um, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, he's, he's told me I need a 144 hertz monitor. And I'm checking Linus tech tips to find out what could work and everything it just screams, uh, you're going to pay a grand for a TV. Uh, you're going to pay a, <laughs> yeah. a, a, a grand for a monitor. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame that, you know, because like PC, I was, the thing I always used to hate about PC was the fact that you didn't have standards. So you'd, you, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd play a game on one PC and it'd look fantastic. And another one, you know, because it had a slightly different graphics card would look terrible. And yeah. um, it's, it seems like with this generation, you're going to have a lot more to do to to kind of get things running like when you get a new telly now you've got to go through all this kind of stuff to make sure that it, you know you turn off certain features and get the game mode going and you yeah. know what i mean the stuff that you have to do so with this one um you know you're gonna have to do a lot more like for example in the spider-man games you've got two different modes that you can play the game in now so you have to so i'm kind of going between the two because i can't make my mind up there's a performance mode which is like 60 frames per second which looks gorgeous it's all super smooth and everything but it doesn't have any of the kind of reflections and ray tracing and nice stuff which is a like a resolution mode i think which they call it which runs at 30 frames and it looks 
you know, just absolutely brilliant. Um, but I can't decide because both play well to me. I can't really tell a, a you know a major difference in in sort of gameplay. But mm. you know, you can actually switch between the two modes now. And I think with you go, you are going to get a lot of customization in games now, where you're going to get to choose: Do you want to have this? Do you want it? You know, at sixty yeah. frames, you want it under twenty. You know, you're going to have. So it's kind of it's it's for you know your average consumer. It's going to be it's going to get more complicated because they're going to. Yeah. going to be like well they'll probably just play the default settings and maybe not getting the most out of the game i i already resent the fact that ubisoft like will, will let you buy the remaster the uh the red alert collection but it doesn't tell you that you have to reprogram your pc just to play an old school game <laughs> like i've well, like got a developer you've got to go dual boot, huh? you've got, you've got go dual boot again you've got to gotta go dos prompt up yeah and, uh, I'll get DOS configure, <laughs> configure your ram again uh yeah it's uh, wild like i had to go into the back end of it i had a mate telling me on the phone he's like yeah yeah you want to get delete that file you want to open that one i'm just like how did is- he say you got did he say you got a virus as well and he would help you with that and it cost you 150 quid? <laughs> yeah. so, when you say mate, um, I just want to confirm what you mate, mean. This is lockdown times. It's like Mad Max out there. Everyone's in for themselves putting viruses on your computers, saying they're helping you out. Oh, no. Um, right, okay. I, I'm, I'm conscious of the time and I'm sure Jamie's got much more important things yes. to do. So we're going we're gonna to wrap up. Um, but first, uh, Jamie, you uh, are obviously the managing director of Game Republic. Um, mm. And I believe you've got events and things uh, coming up. I think we missed one last week. You had some uh, events, uh, I think it was on Thursday, was it? 20? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did a, a business event with Devolver Digital, actually, which was great. I had a nice chat to them about... Um, about Fall Guys and about um, you know how they're what they're doing in lockdown, all that kind of stuff, and it was yeah, it was very interesting. But yeah, I mean, um, Game Republic is basically a um, it's business development for games companies and also for universities and colleges, and it's membership. You know, you you pay a uh, membership fee and then you can access our events. Um, we're actually nearly finished. With our next event is a nice Christmas quiz. We usually have that uh, in uh, in a pub, <laughs> but we can't do it in a pub oh, this year. So. We've got to do the inevitable Zoom quiz, Zoom but quiz. Um, we're going to get some <laughs> nice, uh, nice. We'll have some nice prizes, so um, game themed, and also some uh, a nice big Christmas hamper as well. So, so, so is that open to uh, to members only? Or, uh, it is, unfortunately, yeah. But we do do uh, um, events that are accessible for everyone, like every now and again. So, just like if you follow at Game Republic on Twitter, you can get information on that. Um, but yeah, we're just basically. Um, um, with working with companies across Yorkshire uh, and the north north of England as well, so you know folks like Team Seventeen and Sumo, but lots of brilliant smaller developers as well, um, Laser Dog in Leeds and folks like that you might not have heard of, but they they make amazing games and yeah, they're brilliant. I've been how, how do... my life in Porsche, so thank Team Seventeen for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. They're, yeah, they're brilliant. And uh, they're lovely to work with as well. We did an event with them over the summer, and it was, it was great because we heard from like three or four of the team. And uh, you know, we had Debbie Bestwick, um, who runs the company, CEO, talking about um, you know how the company was doing and all that kind of side. But then you had other people talking about um, how they're promoting games and and how their publishing side works, and you know all that kind of stuff. So yeah, they're they're lovely, great to deal with, and yeah, brilliant people. How do you, um, I feel like I'm plugging your stuff here, but that that's, goes with the 
the territory thing. Um, how do people get in touch with with you? Is how's the best? Is it like so a house? Do you get referred to it? Do you have to be referred to by a member, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, you secret handshake, and then you can... <laughs> uh, no, you, you can just uh, yeah, you can contact me on. I'm on. Just shout, give me a shout on Twitter. I'm either at Game Republic or at Sephers zero zero seven on Twitter, and just ask because it's um for individual members, it's just a hundred quid um, for the year. That's for a yearly membership, um, and it just goes up depending on how many people are in your, your game studio. But we have memberships for uh, universities and colleges as well, um, and for other companies. But um, yeah, it's good fun. It's a nice community. It's uh, you know we've had to do a lot of online stuff this year, um, obviously uh, at the moment. But um, hopefully next year we can get back to doing physical events. And you know we have some events that we do with like three hundred people there, and we have you know uh, uh, 20 new games from across the region to show off and stuff like that so yeah it's a really nice community up here and uh, yeah bless them they're all they're all brilliant and yeah i love working with them so that's brilliant and um, yeah reach out to jamie um on twitter or go to game republic i think there's a there are definitely a website because i've been on it i've uh, i've been stalking yeah game republic uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay well thank you very much jamie it has been an absolute pleasure oh thank um, you thank you for inviting yeah, me and thank you, ramble you, on about the the old and oh, I, it, it made me very happy so thank you so we've got someone from nintendo coming on next week to talk about ps5 so that's uh gonna be interesting <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we need to do that to complete the set yeah, yeah absolutely that's, good, that's a good, good point actually i'm thinking uh, that's a good point i need to who are we going to reach out for that we've, we've got we've, we've got uh we've got someone from um from uh oh, i've forgotten i oh, know i know who he is i just can't remember what he's uh, anyway moving on we've got someone coming next week Frontier development. i can't tell you just in case oh yeah yeah okay Frontier development. <laughs> just in case it changes and uh, people get upset but, but anyway um yeah so uh thank you very much jamie it has been an absolute pleasure you um have have made um a sort of not really old guy happy but uh, some somewhere in between um and yes uh, it would be absolutely fantastic to to hear uh from you again in in the future if you're, yeah, if you're sure. willing to, to join us um yeah i would love to um, because it sounds like you've got more stories um, than possible to condense into an hour and a half. Um, so it, yeah, it'd be great to uh, to uh, extract those a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to say our goodbye. So first of all, I'll say goodbye, Andy. Goodbye. Goodbye, Smiley Dave. Goodbye. Goodbye from knees. Goodbye me. What, what, who am I? Good, goodbye, Neil. Okay, goodbye, Neil. Yeah, goodbye. I'm getting strange now. Anyway, goodbye to Jamie. See ya. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Bye.